It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, bon weekend. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. How you like that? I love that. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. Bonsoir. Looking good. Thank you. Same to you. I had to start the show with a little Francais. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Merci, Angie. We are love, dating, romance, and relationships here. Our French romantic, Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. Thanks for being with us tonight. We want to take some calls, give some advice if you need any uh, help with your love life, your dating life, any of those things, 855-905-8255. Also, simonandangie.com. If you want to send an email, you're a little chicken chicken, you don't want to be on the radio, that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take your calls this way and answer your questions as well. Um, you, I know, have been traveling a lot lately, and you said you had an interesting dinner date or, or meeting with one of your friends? It was not a date, and, and it leads to a, to a question. It's a friend of mine who uh, we just had dinner, and she's worried about her new guy's friends. His friends. His friends. Okay. Uh, how long have they been dating? Only two months. Okay. So friends, especially that early on, yep. can be a very important factor. You can tell a lot about somebody uh, by the way their friends act um, about who their friends are, yep. about the way they act toward you. Absolutely. So I want to know what this issue is. You're dating someone new. There's an issue with their friends. Mm-hmm. Are, are, is, are, are friends that important? I think they are. But let's find out what the deal is with Simon's friend next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon, you were saying that you had a meeting with a friend of yours, a female friend, just a friend. Yeah. And she was telling you what about her new two-month relationship? So my friend told me that she met that great guy. You know, she's late 30s. Yeah. He's the same age almost. And she likes him a lot. Mm-hmm. They've been dating for two months. Obviously, they had ooh and all of that, right? Sure. He invites her to go to a party to some friend's house. She gets prepared. They go together. She's having a great time until one guy comes to her. He says to her, oh, you guys are work friends or work colleagues or are you friends? What? What? And then so he go- started asking. The friend started asking her the relationship status. Exactly, and he freaked her out because then she said, "No, we're not. We're together." And then obviously he didn't know. And then she was so upset that he didn't tell everybody that she went to hide in the basement. Actually, the basement of the party of the house of the party. That's weird. She was so upset. I'm sorry. That's weird. So, I know, but you know, she had to go somewhere. She didn't want to cry in public. She's very emotional. Get it together. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then she goes, she asked me, she said, listen, I don't want to overreact. He said he've told some friends not. I feel like, is he hiding me from to some friends of his because maybe there's another girl? That was her first thought. Okay. Then she confronted him. He right. said they were not. And then she asked me, what do you think, Simon? What do you think, Simon? I'm curious. <laughs> I think that two months into it, you go to a party how can you be sure if you have many friends that he's going to tell all the friends? Right. We don't see all our friends all the time. Does she know if this was a very close friend of his, like a best friend or like a close friend? It's not a best friend. It's a friend. Does she and her boyfriend, do they they have this exclusive conversation? Are they exclusive? Are they dating? There's... So great question. I asked her that. I said, is that exclusive? She said, no, the DTR has not happened yet. And then she said, so do you think he has another girl I don't know about? And I said, I don't think so. I said, you're with him almost all the time. She has no way of knowing, though. Well, Because if, if they've never had that exclusive talk, don't you feel like kind of all bets are off? All bets are off, but you follow your intuition. I told her, I said, 
if you listen to your intuition, does it ring red or green? She said, it's all green. I mean, I said, I think you're overdoing it. Do you have a right to be upset, though, if you've not set those parameters in your relationship? Because, you know, as far as he knows, she could be dating a bunch of other guys, too. So until you have that conversation, do you have a right to be upset about that? I think everybody has a right to be upset, but you're not into your common sense. Meaning... It's an irrational... It's an irrational... I can get it. But that should be a signal to her that she has more feelings for him and they should have that conversation. That's what exactly she said to me, Angie. She said, I'm afraid I have more feelings than him after two months than he has for me. I said, hold on right here. We don't know yet. And let's not react about just jealousy, right? Because right. Angie, you have many friends all over America. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say you're single and let's say you're dating, okay? And you haven't told that friend and it happens to be there. Right. Is that the end of the world? I don't think so. I don't like that she reacted the way she did by going into the basement either. She, <laughs> listen, she's an emotional, wonderful person. But you got to hold it together and pretend you don't care. I know, but she can't do that. She can't do that. Yeah. She's one of those people. She will cry okay. instantly. All right. Well, I want to know from our listeners, too, what this. What do you think this means? Um, do you think that it's time for a conversation? Do you feel like he's just doing what anybody in a non-committed relationship would do? Or are the friends the real barometer for where you are in a relationship. I feel like if the friends all know, that means that he's talking about you and it's a good thing, but let's let's go to our yeah, phones, let's Simon. Do that. 855-905-8255. What does it all mean? Next <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back asking the question, if you have been dating somebody a couple months um, this goes off of Simon's friend, mm-hmm. um, and there has been no defining um, status of your relationship. You're dating. They take you to a party. None of the friends know you. Or somebody came up and said, who are you? Yeah. Like, do you guys work together? What does it mean if the friends don't know who you are, if a friend doesn't know who you are? Does that mean something or not? 855-905-8255. Let's pick up the phone, Simon. Yep. This is a call coming in from Pebble Creek, Florida. They listen on Mix 100.7. Here's Tamar. Hi. How bonjour. are you? Hi. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> so what do you think I'm, I'm about this whole situation with the friends, and does it mean anything? I will say I totally see where she's coming from because that would really upset me too. I probably wouldn't hide in the basement because that's like causing a big scene. But I mean, if the friend had been like, oh my God, I know exactly who you are. Wouldn't that have freaked her out just as much? Because like, obviously he's obsessed with her. So um, wh- I don't think that shows obsession. At least they would know that she wasn't a coworker. He's probably playing it cool, like making it so his friend doesn't seem like he's talking about her. Well, here's the thing, Tamar. I told my friend, she's the one he invited to the party, right? The fact is, she's the one there, not any other women, nothing. And some friends knew about her, some didn't. But it doesn't mean he's cheating on you. It doesn't mean he doesn't like you. It doesn't mean, you know, he's hiding you. You are at the party with all his friends. That's a great sign. I think the very bottom line is that they haven't defined who they are yet. And until that happens, all bets are off. Like, you never Uh, know what you're going to walk into. I agree. All right. Thanks so much, Tamar, for the call. We really appreciate you listening in Florida. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I want to go back to your friend who was freaking out a little bit about Mm. the fact that a guy she's been seeing for two months took her to a party and some people there didn't know that they were dating. Exactly. And Adam, our tech producer, was like, well, why do we have to always define the relationship? So why do we 
have to define it when we're maybe just casually dating. I feel like two months, and you said they see each other like three times a week. That's About three times a week. She spends the night every Friday night. That's consistent. They have consistent dates every week. There's a sleepover involved. That's when I feel like you should. She said, but what about the other four nights? Who is he with? What is he doing? Because you remember, she's a little bit worried. Maybe he's jealous just personality. Maybe he's watching that, The Real Housewives like I am. I don't know about that. <laughs> you jealous. never know. But he texts her every night. I said, listen, he's texting you back and forth almost every single right. night. So he can't be with somebody else and doing this. Yeah. And, and then she said, what about after hours? I said, don't think about after hours. See, now she's getting in her head about she, everything. She and, is. and the reason she is getting in her head is the exact reason why you need to define it. Because until someone knows where they are, you're just kind of floating around here like, I'm committed, but I don't know if you are, and I don't know what's going on, and now there's jealousy, and he may be looking at her like, whoa, I didn't know we were like that, and why are you so jealous? It would be like taking a road trip together without any stoplights. When you don't have a DTR, you have no more rules. You don't have green lights, red lights, you have nothing. You don't know where you're you going. on a highway getting With lost. no street signs. No street signs. Okay. So how can you evolve? It's a great analogy. And so she, that's what she desperately wants to do immediately. I told her to wait a little. I said... Three months No, it's fine. She's already freaking out now. Well, but... No, you want her to be tortured for three months? I think no, she needs to have a conversation. No, 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 no. Come on, Andy. Now. now. If you start freaking out now, then now is the time to have the talk. I'm a guy. You got to take it easy, Angie, with this DTR right away. I think you have to be honest. Yeah, Just I agree. I'm not saying lie. Yeah. But what should are we, we ask the question now? Where are we going? What are we doing? What are we really doing in this relationship? All right, more of The Rendezvous next. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, and relationship chat and advice with our French romantic. Hello, Simon Marcel. And and you are a wonderful American realist who keeps me real when I I get lost on the romance planet. I try. And you keep me romantic when I get a little too harsh. So we're going to do a date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com. This is somebody that needs our help, like been out on a date or two, maybe even in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. something has come up where they're like, whoa. I'm at a fork in the road. Do I date or do I dump? So here we go. This comes from Darla, listening in Hurstbourne, Kentucky on 100.5 KISS FM. She says, hello, Simon and Angie. I met a guy who told me he isn't on social media at all. I find it kind of weird and a little frustrating because he has no online footprint at all. Even if I Google him, nothing comes up. He's Mm -hmm. like a ghost. Um, He said he's just not into putting his life out there for everyone to see. But it's a little sketchy to me, and I want to know what you guys would do. Should I date or dump him? Simon, what advice do you have for Darla? Darla, thanks for the email. My first reaction would be to be careful. Uh, In this day and age, of course, every um, almost everybody I know is some way on social media. But at the other way, my romantic side says, date him again and get to know him before you get rid of him. Because, you know, there's a lot of people who have get great social media and they're a terrible person. And there's maybe yeah. somebody who has no social media is a sweetheart. So I don't want to judge on social media. You can you can always show your best on social media. And just the fact that nothing comes up on Google worries me, Angie. Because for uh, work, see, for things, who but is like, not... Here's the thing. I've Googled people to find out stuff about them. And the only thing maybe I've found... Is there a high school track record or something where they were like marked in a archive of something? Yeah. And what if he wasn't in any high school sports? You know, what if he just decided I'm not a social media person? There's something about that that's weird. And there's something about that that's kind of attractive. Like I sort of dig the fact that he's so 
immersed in his life that he doesn't have to put it on social media. Maybe he's just very in the moment. Possibly. Maybe, maybe he's just very like, I'm about what's happening now and I don't feel the need. Absolutely. That's why... I would lean more thinking, let's give him a chance for another date at least, because you get to know the dude. It's the lesson, energy of really don't believe all the hype on social media of somebody. Right. Just get to know the person. Right. I agree with you, Simon. I would say so date. Let's date. Yeah. Date. Find out more. Yeah. Um, until you figure out if he's a, a serial killer or just doesn't want to be a on. A private person. Or a private person. You never know. Agreed. So dig a little bit deeper. This is the thing. Dig and date. We rely so much on social media to tell us who people are before we actually get to know them when we should be getting to know them first. Oh, I agree. Uh, that, as you know, you know, I'm single and dating, and, and uh, I've made the mistakes of judging one way or the because other you will before judge. you meet the person just based on Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever. And there's a lot of people who are out there so much on social media or because of their job. They're very Google-rich, uh, and they wish they weren't that accessible. They wish people didn't know how much they spent on their last house or you know, where they work or where their kids go to school. So maybe it's a good thing. It is a good thing, absolutely. And in the romantic side, mysterious can be exciting too. So somebody more private who doesn't put a, such a show out there. Yeah, so we both agree, Darla, date. Date and dig. Date and dig, but dig in person because you ain't finding anything <laughs> online. <laughs> exactly. Do in-person digging. This is what we call... Face-to-face interaction. Nothing better. What a novel concept. But nothing better. (laughs) All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, and relationships. And we're always available for you to ask any advice questions if you need mm-hmm. on love and whatever. Yes. Uh, 855-905-8255. Simon, I want to get to a topic about relationship rules. Okay. I feel like relationship rules change, obviously, like every few years, every decade, wh- whatever new hot book is out with mm-hmm. all the rules that come out, That mm-hmm. which reminds me uh, sort of of this list. There's five outdated relationship rules that it's time for us to like forget about. Okay. This came from Glamour Magazine. What do you think is one outdated rule that comes to mind? You know that rule, the three dates? Uh <laughs> The three-day rule—that is, uh, you can't—you have to wait at least three dates before you have ooh la la. That's exactly what I'm referring to. That is the number one. Is it that outdated really came rule? Out? You just nailed it. Um, wisdom has it. Popular wisdom: if you go on a date or meet someone cute at a party, then text them right away. You're coming on too strong, so you should wait at least three days uh, before reaching out. Three dates before you do the ooh la la. Forget this dumb rule. Yeah. You know, when you feel it with somebody, text them. Don't wait. If you feel the passion and it's mutual, don't wait. Do Mm -hmm. what you want to do. We're all adults, right? Yeah. That's it. So that's one. Yes. Um, Speaking of that, the other one is don't sleep with someone on the first date. Nothing contradictory about chemistry, long-term potential. After all, you you both are adults and, and willing participants. So one of them is like, don't text Right away after you meet someone. Yeah. The other one, don't sleep with someone yeah. right after you meet someone. I want to do a few more of yeah, these yeah. and find out if our listeners have any that they want to share, too, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Outdated relationship rules that we need to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, the three-day rule, like don't text, don't call. Like for three days. Don't sleep with someone on the first date. That's outdated as well. Like if you feel it, do it. We're all adults. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Number three, only date people 
who meet your specific criteria. Um, I've had friends that legit have had a list of criteria. Like, he needs to be at least six feet tall. Those lists. He needs to make at least six figures. He needs to be at least six yeah. downstairs. You know what I'm saying? Like, the 666 <laughs> rule. The criteria. You're, you're so, like, um, overlooking so many people that would be perfect for have you. Have you ever, in your younger days, had a list? Well, I had a 666 rule. You did? Well, when I was young. How old were you then? Uh, probably in my early 20s. Yeah, and then I feet. ended up with somebody under six feet tall. Um, <laughs> so you know, like balding. Like, it's just you never know yeah. who is your perfect person, right? Let's, yeah, throw the list uh, by the window. Here's another one. You wait for the other person to make the first move. This is a guideline that backfires a lot, especially if you're a woman. Um, we a lot of times will see someone and give them eyes or give them cues yeah. because it's it's not uh, ladylike to approach a man. But the, I feel like that's outdated, don't it, you? It is. Do um, you feel like it's a turn on when a woman approaches you, Simon? It is. Yeah. Absolutely. That rule is completely obsolete that a woman cannot make the first step. If they want to, say hi first. Say hi. And that's okay. It's a great opening line. Hello. Hello. That's it. It doesn't mean- You're cute. You know, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's your name? All right. So I want to go over one more, and then I want to take calls about this too. Sure. Do you feel like there's some outdated dating rules next on The Rendezvous? Let's take your calls. 855-905-8255. Hello, lovers. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel, our French romantic, and me, Angie Taylor, here we'll to help you out. Real. Yeah, we're trying to help you out, man. Yes. We all have relationship and dating and love problems, but right now our topic is outdated relationship rules mm -hmm. that we need to get rid of. We talked about the three-day rule, the sleeping with someone on the first date rule. Um, the last one on this list was trying to be friends with your significant others friends and vice versa okay um the it kind of goes back to your earlier question about your friend who was saying i'm dating this guy and mm -hmm. and his friends are like i don't know like they don't know who i am the important thing is that you like each other and not that you like everyone in each other's lives because you probably won't Good point. um if you don't want to be around certain friends of your significant other they should respect that um, there might be a very valid reason, but it's about the two of you. First and foremost. First and foremost, exactly. So let's go to the phone, see what our callers, listeners have to say about outdated relationship rules. Listening in Coolidge, Arizona, on the line, listening uh, uh, Mix 96.9. Here's Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne. Bonjour. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Simon and Angie? We're doing good. We're good. Do you have a rule that you're like, this is so outdated, I'm not doing this? Yes, the idea that when you're in a relationship as a man or a woman, that you can't be friends with the opposite sex while you're in a relationship. Well, how good looking is the opposite sex? <laughs> and, and was there ever a relationship matter. before? No, it, sh it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Um, do you feel like, Simon, you can be friends with, you know, you can have opposite sex friends when you're in a relationship? I do. Oh, absolutely. I but mean, <laughs> what, okay, so let me ask you this, Dwayne and Simon. You're dating a girl, you're super into her, you guys are together for a long time, and she's like, hey, like my best friend Todd. Is coming over. We dated for a minute, but like it didn't work out, and he's still like my best male friend. Are you still cool with that? You act cool, but you're not really cool. You pretend you're cool because I wouldn't say no. I said of course, but I would feel a little threat or challenge for a sec. But you got to take the temperature and yeah, see. Yeah, but if my trust is there, it's there. But it, it would it would immediately. Uh, I don't know about you know. Dwayne, a little bit of a gut punch. I at think first. it would. To be honest, Dwayne. It, yeah. Do you feel the same? 
Well, I, I agree with what Simon's saying. I mean, I would yeah. be a little apprehensive about them still being friends, but if I trust that person, I love them, then no, I'm not going to tell her no. I'm not going to do that. I'm just right. going to trust that person to do the right thing. I, I see, and I trust my husband. I don't trust these other chicks sometimes. I don't trust but, their intentions. But, I don't like it. But as long as you trust him, it doesn't do matter what him. they want. And I know he's not going to do anything, but I don't like her thinking that she can do something. <laughs> I don't even like her thinking that she's got a chance. Like, don't even think it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like don't gotcha. don't think you got one over on me. Don't think you're gonna like somehow like finagle your way in, boondoggle like hornswoggle <laughs> and get my man because that's not gonna happen. But you won't say no, right? I wouldn't say no, but trust me, if the first time he brings her around, <laughs> yeah, then what? I am looking like I'm about to walk a red carpet, stunning. <laughs> Um, I'm letting her know immediately. I am I am peeing on my fire hydrant. I am planting my flag. This is my man. Don't even try it. In a very subtle way. In a very subtle way. What if he says I want to go to lunch with her? Um, do I get to? Am I, can I come? No. If like you know, you, let's say you're busy. We're doing the show one night. He said that's fine. She's in town. It, let's have dinner. As long as I've already met her. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. If oh, I have, okay. If I've never so met her, if you've never met her, then I would be a little like, well, who's this girl, Dwayne? Don't you feel like if you've never met the person, you might be a little like, what do you mean you're going out to lunch with some some other dude? Well, with trust comes respect. So I would hope that my um, significant other has a respect to bring him around first and let me meet him. Exactly. Before they would say, hey, I'm going out with them. So bring that, them around that's first. That's the big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them around first. And let's be honest. The reason you want them to come around first one time is because you've got to get a good up and down. you got to get a good look-see at this person. You got to gauge whether or not they're a threat with your own eyeballs. Mm -hmm. You got to see yeah. them, right? Yeah. And you want to see the chemistry between them too. Exactly. To really platonic. Exactly. Yeah. But if you have a healthy relationship or marriage, you got nothing to worry. No, you don't. Right? No I matter still need who to see, shows up. It's kind of like uh, if see, my husband, you know, um, leaves the house and I say, "Put your seatbelt on." I, it's dumb to say that, but I just want him to be safe. Like I know he'll put his seatbelt on. I know everything will be okay. I know he knows how to drive. Right. But I'm just making sure everything's okay. I just want to make sure everything's okay. Okay, I, I got to look at this chick, Dwayne. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Dwayne. We agree thank you with guys the, so much. We agree with a little caution tape around the agreement. Yeah. But thank you. All yes. right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've just had a call from Dwayne who said, "I think an outdated relationship rule is that you can't be friends with the same sex when you're dating someone." And we said, "Well." You know, it's cool, but like I need to get a look see at this person you, first. Exactly, you, you're more cautious than I am. So I just want to do a follow up on this and, and ask you this question, okay? My parents been married for 52 years. Right. My, my dad is now 90. My mom is 73. But before my dad, my mom was in love with a wonderful man, a painter. Painter, painter, uh -huh. aromatic. Oh, and and she left him to go with my dad and, right. and this family that I belong to. And since they've been married, my mom has always had lunch twice a year with mm. his name, Gerard. That's his Ger name. Oh, Gerard, Gerard, the artist. Yes, the artist. 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 Okay. And, and my father's totally cool with this. And, and your dad knows Gerard? He knows him, of course. Okay, so uh, Gerard must be a donkey then, because your dad probably would not be like, okay, <laughs> know, you go no, out with hot no, Gerard. He's, he's, he's a good looking guy. You know, like just he, has paintings in a loft and like, you know, Paris somewhere <laughs> and in and out models all the time. And then your mom goes over there. I'm sure your dad would not have been cool with that. No, my mom doesn't go to his painting uh, studio. No, you but they know. go. Well, I hope not. You don't know what mama's been doing. But I, I suspect not. But my father said to me, he said, listen, I, it's not even a worry of mine. Mm -hmm. I trust you, mom, 100%. So let's say it's the same situation 
and Jason want to have lunch with his ex before you once or twice a year. You just like made something happen inside my body by saying that. Okay, so my husband was with his ex for seven years. Okay. They had a very long-term relationship. All right. She had a son that was almost like a son to Jason, obviously, after seven years. Yeah. So there was a very intense relationship. That's not, I don't think, the same as what your mother had with Gerald <laughs> and his paint brushes. So I want to tell you what I would think yeah, next. Yeah, I want to know. Okay, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You gave me a very physical reaction, Simon, with I, your last question. Yeah, you just like physically reacted to the fact that if a Jason, your husband, yes. said to you, just like my mom does with her ex, I want to have lunch with her twice a year. Why, though? I would say why. Because we are dear friends, and I want to catch up. Dear and... friends? Yeah. Why? You have enough friends. Why do you have to be friends with somebody that you were... My mom would say he meant a lot to me before you, to my dad. Sure. And, you know, we have a history, and we want to stay friends. He has his... His wife, my mom is married, and they have lunch in Paris See, at a brasserie twice a year. Your father is 90, your mother is 73. Now, yes. If when I am 90, my husband says to me, I would like to have lunch with my ex, I'll be like, okay, because I know you can't hit it anyway, so that's oh, fine. Oh, come on. You can't dodge the question. You got to tell me. I would be upset, honestly, because the woman that my husband dated before me, he dated for like seven years. Yes. It was a very long-term relationship. Cool. And I would have a problem with that. I will say that he ran into her one time at a restaurant after he, he and I were engaged. Okay. And he called me that night and said, I ran into okay. this girl. Yeah. I won't say her name. I want to give you that satisfaction in case you're listening. You ain't that important anyway. Oh, my goodness. So oh my he goodness, ran into Andy. her at a restaurant, and they sat and chit-chatted for a while. Cool. And I had to like say, okay, thank you for telling me. I'll talk to you in a little bit. I had to put the phone Are down. Are you serious? Because I was so freaked out for a moment. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Because they were so intimate for so long that I I thought to myself, what? they're at a bar like having cocktails, talking about the good old days. I don't know if that's going to like make some feelings come up. Like I'm not there. It's a different city. Oh, la la. Uh, 500 mile rule. I don't know what's happening. Trust, Angie. Trust. Uh, I'm just being honest. He can do that when he's 90. Okay? Okay, that's the deal, huh? When you're 90, boo. All right, more of The Rendezvous (laughs) next with Simon and Angie. You're listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you're a mean, mean, romantic man. Why mean? Because you brought up, we've been talking about um, being friends with the opposite sex. Somehow, to provoke Angie, Simon has said, well, what if if your husband decided to have lunch or said, I want to have lunch or dinner, whatever, with my ex? No. (laughs) To catch up. Why? Of a lunch. Why? Why do you need to catch up? Because I believe that the natural evolution of love is friendship. No. I I do. Not always. He has enough friends. Explain to me, Angie, because I really, I don't, I need to understand since my mother is so different than you, why for you? And you're this way too. I understand that you are friends with lots of people you've dated. Thank God, the dear friends of mine. But they were not super, like my husband's ex was a seven year relationship. It was a practically a marriage. There was a child involved, her child from a previous relationship, but he was a father figure. This was a very intense, very long, very deep relationship. Why do you need to connect? Why do you need to catch up? Because Because, I'll make the answer. Let's say that uh, his ex comes to Chicago 
And she she's better not for work. Well, she is. I have no for business. I have trip. people at the borders <laughs> with pictures of her. Oh, state troopers. Don't you come here? Okay. All right. But let's say she comes here for work. So mm-hmm. for work, and then he she reaches out to him and she, she said, "No job." <laughs> she reaches out to him and says, "You know." Hey Jason, uh, I'm gonna be in Chicago next month. Like to have oh. coffee or lunch? Why would she do that? Then, then let me let me for this now. Jason comes to you and says, "Listen, she's coming to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen each other in years. I, I'm gonna have lunch with her. Uh, I are say, you okay with that? Can I come? And and he says, "No, I think I'm gonna have. I I can tell oh, you oh, where okay. I'll be. But guess I'd like where to, I'll be. Guess where I'll be. Where are you gonna be? I'll be. I can't even <laughs> say it on the radio, but I will be visiting all my exes at the same time. No, why? And we're not having lunch. Okay, so <laughs> I'm having a buffet, you know, but it's not the same. It's, Angie, come on. What? So explain to me, really, what is it that upsets you? Um, The part that upsets me is that he hasn't had contact with her for so long. Yes. And I'm a, now she's in the past, right? Okay. So if they have lunch, she's once again in the future. She's Or in the present, I should yes. say. Now she's in the present. She has been in the past. It's fine. Whatever it is, what it is. We all have our axes. Why do you need her to bring her into the present, into our life, into your subconscious, into, or into your consciousness? Why do you have to bring that to us? What do you fear? Um, I fear him sitting around thinking about her. I fear, oh, wow, she looks great. Oh, wow, I miss this. Oh, wow, we're having this great conversation. And the romanticizing of that to like, oh, the good old days, whereas he's not going to think about the fights and the and the bad things and the things that they broke up about 20, 15 times. I don't want that mm-hmm. to be a part of our equipment. Marriage is hard enough yeah. to get through day-to-day life. To have the past be part of the present is something that we don't need, and you're electively bringing yet another obstacle into the equation. For two hours Doesn't in a ma- public place. It matters what right. I feel. Right. But right? you trust him 100%, right? Absolutely. But, I don't trust her. But if you trust him, that's all you need. But I don't- She's lo- not going to jump on I, him. And I, and I do trust him to not do anything. I don't trust his brain. Like going into overdrive, thinking about the good old times. Like it's planting a seed that has, I don't want planted. He, he has you, the wonderful you you are, the human being, yeah, the yeah, woman the, you are. The wonderful me yeah, is you. the everyday me, the one that nags him about like, hey, can you not leave this? Can you pick up your clothes? Can you not but put the dishes next to the sink? Can you put them in the sink? But that's the day-to-day stuff that you forget about. And I feel like when people cheat, when they go back to their ex, when they stray, the the sexy is the lack of routine. That's so sexy. And I'm routine at this point. And I understand what you're saying. I understand. And I know he loves me. I just don't trust I my brain. Too. I don't trust my neuroses of, of thinking about it all the time. I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to constantly think about well, what, what did they drink and what did they talk about and the, 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 did they talk about like how they used to do it? Did they talk about like the good old not. days? Did they talk about how they wish they were still together? Like oh I, I will be You're in like my brain. I yes, okay. I don't want that movie playing over in my head. I see. Right. That's my own neurosis. It's your right. Listen, you really no exactly, and and we have to respect that. He has to respect that, right? Because you're his wife, so I understand. I'm his wife for sure. That's right. So it don't is. even come in because I have a checkpoint, like I said, and they will look. They have a clipboard with your picture on it so <laughs> at the airport, try, at the airport, at the toll booths, and uh, you so know, the any, ex is coming. Any point of entry. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, even yeah, try yeah. the lake water. None of that. <laughs> All right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Psycho Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show. If you missed anything, please check out simonandangie.com. You can hear our podcast there. Simon, we Mm -hmm. talked about your friend's problem. Yes. Uh, Her man of two months. 
his friend doesn't know who she is. That nope. was she was freaking out about that. I kind of understand that. Um, also, outdated dating rules. If you want that list, it's on SimonAndAngie.com. Please mm-hmm. check that out. Also, spending time with an ex when you're in a relationship. This sort of, you know, jumped off of Dwayne's call that we had earlier about being friends with the opposite sex. Now we're talking about an ex. And then you went to me and made me like freak out about. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. About um, maybe my husband going out with his ex. For which, lunch. No, I don't like it. Um, Simon. <laughs> but that's where your Simon says came in. Thanks, Angie. Yes, I said without trust, love is unstable. Meaning, really, the barometer of your relationship, your marriage, your partnership is really trust. Because trust is your best friend. If it's there, it will make you feel safe in the worst storm, right? It's the trust. It's true. The, that's the best ally of your love relationship. I trust. trust my husband so much. I don't trust other people. Like, I trust that he's a good driver. I don't trust some other idiot to not crash into him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we'd be like saying, Angie, if we put you in a room... And pardon my French, full of handsome naked man, you would not touch any man because you're what? married. Oh, they're naked? Well, let's just say for the sake of oh, it. Oh, God. This is... That's because oh, you're married. and yeah. I'm married. Yeah, so no touching. <laughs> no touching anybody. Just nobody. Ever. That's it. But you can go to lunch. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight. More of The Rendezvous next time. In the meantime, please, like I said, check out simonandangie.com. You can send us an email there. Also, our uh, everything, our social platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Simon and Angie. Anytime you can find us there and iHeartRadio app all the time. Search Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. More next time on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.